Buddha rightly quoted, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep the mind strong and clear. Fitness and good mental health has been a concern for many of us. We are so excited to host Tharun, a fitness and lifestyle coach who has created workout routines and training programs for the best in this industry. Tharun has been the head coach for Gold's Gym India and F45, training over 3,000 clients and has also conducted workshops for gym trainers during his time at Goals and F45. We are incredibly excited to introduce his newest venture, the Shola Rajan Method, as we dive into his methodology. Tarun himself has a transformation journey of his own shedding over 100 pounds. We look forward to his inspiring story and also what led to such an inspiring transformation. We hope the episode gives all our listeners valuable insights into fitness Coach Tharun, glad to have you on this episode, mate. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks, Ash. Uh, thanks, Karan, for having me. We got to know that you've done the engineering. Moving from engineering to sports science, how did that happen, Tharun? It's not, it's not so much that I'm a computer engineer or engineer as uh, per se. It's not something that I really wanted to pursue. Um, you know how things are. If you, if every, if you guys have watched Three Idiots, you know, uh, ne, uh engineering kiya, fir America ke MBA kiya, uske baad bank mein kar rahe, you know? So that's usually the the path that uh, most people uh, in India choose. You know, you you do it just because your parents asked you to do it. Um, in my case, uh, you can say I'm quite quite a bit of a rebel. Let, let's just dial back. 35 years ago, my, my, my father, he was uh, uh, an inspiration himself. He, he, he studied uh, under candlelight. He, he walked about 30 kilometers, 15 to 30 kilometers every single day to school and back. He was uh, uh, his villages and even that region's first IRS officer, you know, so it was a big deal. And uh, that's the kind of route that my, my mom also want, wanted me to take eventually. But of course, as long as my dad was there, he was a lot into sports. He loved Bruce Lee, he loved Jackie Chan, he loved uh, Stallone and he showed me all of their movies beginning with um, with Enter the Dragon back in 1991 when I was <laughs> yeah. in Ahmedabad. We just moved to Ahmedabad and then I fell in love with that and then I ran across half the city and uh, searching for another martial arts movie at a cassette store and found uh, The Drunken Master, you know, which is again a masterpiece by Jackie Chan. I was a lot into sports, you know, I, I played... Uh, I played badminton, tennis, uh, cricket, and a bunch of other things as well growing up in Bangalore. Um, so this is something I've always loved doing. And when he passed away in 1994, uh, it it left a huge void in my life. It uh, it uh, I was looking for the role model. You know, uh, we, we as men, uh, men are someone who always needs someone to look up to. That's how we are wired. Yeah, so we are wired that way. And... Uh, over the years, I realized that you got to be extremely grateful for what you have. And and my mom is my hero because she supported me through every single up and down. And we moved to Hyderabad from uh, from the short stay in Delhi where we lost him. Um, uh, that's where things took a downturn for me like uh, because I was the man of the house suddenly and uh, I didn't know what that kind of responsibility was. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of pressure on me to... Uh, to study, to become the next greatest engineer and uh, be an MBA grad. And then once I got into uh, into studying for engineering entrance exams, that's it. Uh, I'm in college from 6 a.m. till 9 p.m. or even sometimes 10 p.m. 
and studying the entire day and and uh, eating out of a box um the whole day so you put on weight and that's how i bloated up to 120 kilos as well towards uh, the mid of uh, 2001 when when i was about when i was just over 18 years old i gave my uh, engineering entrance exams and once i stepped foot into my engineering uh, college i was in love with with nothing but uh, but but the grounds because for two years i had not seen anything except you know lunch boxes and uh, books <laughs> uh, and uh, that's when i realized engineering isn't for me but i still went ahead and you know what what do you do you still finish it right so i finished it albeit uh, with a whole bunch of backlogs uh, <laughs> along the way and <laughs> 28 to be precise i did graduate i do have my degree it was never meant to be so obviously nobody is going to give you a job so what do you do you end up in a call center uh, that happened for about a year or so and uh, one thing led to the other i moved to bangalore ended up in uh, in what was a defining role for me um in sales marketing and business development uh, in a little firm but very uh, very prestigious um worked with elite class uh, in in the business world uh, for three and a half four years uh, traveled to multiple locations across southeast asia and uh, predominantly in the middle east that developed me even more our chairman of that specific company that i worked for he was he was a freak of nature he still is so he was a captain of his uh, high school uh, swimming team okay and from there you know he would he would show us crazy feats of uh, of fitness um and i saw this man um doing race across america which is the toughest bike race in the world you know from west to east and and a bunch of other things like seven ironman uh, triathlons across seven cities of the uh, seven emirates of the uae um in seven days you know he did all of this stuff and i i i thought to myself oh wow this guy is living a dream you know he has his own company that he's built he's is uh, is making a, a ton of money and i'm making it for him a bit of it at least you know <laughs> um and he's having the time of his life you know he's he's doing what he loves doing which is taking uh, his body to to another level so why don't i do something of that for my uh, that's all for myself and in the meantime why don't i also do it in such a way that i'm able to inspire others to do it for themselves uh and that's how i moved into this line you know in 2013 i decided to to say thanks a lot guys for these wonderful three and a half four years and uh, but i i got to do something else you know i got to do something different with my life and that's how i got into into fitness we've also followed a few of the collaborations and work you worked with gold gym india as the pan india head coach and also you worked with f45 if you could just share a little experience of working with binga and bodo i'm sure it would have been an awesome feeling <laughs> yeah, those guys were amazing uh, i loved interacting with them uh, extremely humble down to earth uh, that's one thing that i've i've always uh, experienced with uh, such guys uh, they are that successful but um, they always are grounded um they and they'll give you the stick if needed uh, i never received it but uh, you know <laughs> because i was good but um <laughs> but yeah but apart from that yeah, chilled out down to earth guys and and uh, very easy to work with i had a uh, uh, an interaction a brief interaction with rithik roshan there was just one day where my uh, my colleague and i were were at a 45 juhu and these guys uh, simply dropped in and 
the security guard man said uh, sir rithik sir i was like who's rithik sir i mean i was just caught off guard man i mean like, i was i was in, a, in the midst of an important discussion about training and about how to develop the studio it was just in initial phases you know about a month in or a month and a half in and uh-huh. uh, and and these and this this dude is jogging in with he just turns around and like damn that's rithik roshan <laughs> and he's so humble he he walks down the stairs he lends out his hand to me and says hi my name is rithik and i was blown away because of how humble he was he did not expect me to know him wow you know so that's really nice you know so that's that's something that i really loved and uh, these class of people they are there because um they don't expect you to to run after them and click photographs they want to be treated as a normal human being and uh, that is what was very nice and uh, i think that they taught me a lot about how to uh, how to behave and how to be better as a professional you know so i really loved that experience with them awesome awesome just moving a little bit more to the training aspect of it tarun what exactly was your major roles i mean being the head coach for all of india is obviously a huge responsibility so what was exactly your objective when you were working with goals in india firstly i'm very grateful that it happened i was doing everything that uh, that they needed you know so i was creating new programs i was getting a decent business uh, i got a chance to speak with about 150 trainers um so that is what they wanted to uh, wanted me to uh, motivate them mm-hmm. and uh, over the course of a few months i was able to sit sit down with them and train them it wasn't really to train them on technical aspects i was not really interested in doing that uh, because i knew that it's it's not really of any use right now it's more of boosting their morale uh, right. so i got to i got to know each of them just like you guys are getting to know me um, i had an entire questionnaire and i would develop these conversations with each one of them uh whilst in a group so that each of them get to know each other better each of their struggles oh wow that's really nice yeah so uh then you also mentioned this you know that uh, just taking a little bit from what you mentioned uh because of covid i'm sure there were multiple challenges in the fitness industry but then there were also yeah. many advancements and innovations that the industry saw so can you kind of like talk a little bit on those yes of course uh so the let's let's just uh, take a, um take an example of what what i personally did uh-huh. um because what i i firstly observed of course it was it was a little bit uh demotivating for me as well in the beginning because i was like damn i need to <laughs> i need to compete with 11 million trainers now and most of them have like hundreds of thousands of uh, of followers and um so that's where i i knew that i needed to be uh not just different but uh, i needed to do more you know so uh, i think more than innovation i think people started doing more uh, the entire internet was flooded with so much content so much quality content that i got to see more and then uh and then modify that into my own style and then create my own content you True. see that there was a lot more live sessions happening people started uh conducting a lot of live sessions where they would give out give out uh, uh advice a lot of motivation and also uh, free q and a's as well so people started doing that more scheduled you know you saw a lot of um and once reels started on instagram once tiktok was banned and reels started um you could see extremely good videos coming out which are very short short lived but um that's that's the day and age we live in you know people uh, they have very small attention span 
and they want to see something that uh, either entertains them and or educates them. You see a ton of solutions being offered via apps. Um, online training is no longer a taboo. Online training is is now uh, as normal as as just going to the gym. In fact, training is now much more affordable to more people. So this is how the fitness industry, in brief, has has evolved. Uh-huh. I I I think I completely agree with you on that, Harun, because. Uh... i know so many working professionals or people involved in business also who really want to give time to their body they really want to indulge in fitness but because of work commitments they haven't been able to do so and like you mentioned yeah. of beautiful content being available it's it's made it possible for every person to make it a priority to exercise and stay fit also uh, there've been a lot of misconception in the youth these days tarun i feel about supplementation and steroids i i see so many youngsters indulging in steroids and supplementation but what's your take on this entire supplementation industry and youngsters who've just started off indulging in heavy supplementation and steroid usage so it's something that uh, is really sad um although i empathize with their with the thought process but uh, i don't support it you know obviously um i've always been firstly myself uh, i've always uh, supported natural natural uh, bodybuilding supplementation is still fine if you're not able to get for example i have a bcaa branching amino acid uh, bottle right here beside me you know as we speak what the youth over here uh, the not just these days but for a very very long time there's been a misconception that you cannot look great or you cannot have a great physique or look great without the usage of steroids you know this is a uh, uh this is a, a, a not just a myth but it's a lie you know it's mostly the local trainers who pass on such information because um there are two sides of it one is because their you know their predecessors the people who trained them told told them that that's what you need because again they come from the old school background where it's it's no it was more about hardcore bodybuilding and being the biggest um most ripped guy in the room and not more so to do with uh more of body weight calisthenics and uh gymnastics and crossfit uh, that you see that has become much more popular over the last 5 6 7 years so so they don't know that people don't need all of that in order to lose weight you just need to be in a caloric deficit you simply need to um you simply need, need to eat healthy food you need to eat more fiber and more protein and uh, eat fats uh and calculate exactly how much you're eating uh secondly uh, they want to make a profit out of it you know so maybe they're selling these things and they can sell it for a lot of money got it and that happens because people are so desperate right all these young kids they don't have that patience so uh, most trainers would would sit on their on that mentality of the child uh, or anyone be it a 25 30 35 year old as well mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and try to sell them and and make a profit out of it you know so your body is only going to re- respond to great food great training yes you will still have results but you need a very specific training protocol you need recovery you need to uh, know how to balance your nutrition True. Uh, maybe a little bit of supplementation with whey and other things and uh, you need to sleep very well and hydrate very well so these are the basic pillars for anyone be it you're you're just training for general fitness you want to uh, lose weight you want to gain muscle you want to be mr olympia these are the absolute specifics basics tarun we've we've already spoken about a few highlights like f45 and gold's gym india in your life we also have a few special moments listed here with us what about fit factor fit factor wow man 
wow what a life changer that was good you reminded <laughs> me of that <laughs> yeah so it, i never uh, thought of competing in it honestly i was broke and there's an entry fee like 7000 rupees or something i had just uh, put down my papers in 2013 right from nasaba which was that organization that i spoke about i i decided to just uh, move into uh, a very small room and uh, and cook for myself so i would wake up have sprouts uh, uh with with uh, with boiled eggs and stuff like that and then walk 6 kilometers um to fitness first and train my ass off and in jan i was pretty much close to being broke and uh, fortunately uh my friends supported me but <laughs> but then towards the end of uh, january or was it february yeah, february towards the end of february uh 2014 is when uh, the ceo of that uh, of that company body power nikotney had messaged me he said that you should i think you should compete in in fit factory you have a great physique i just said yeah i got to do it on day 1 uh, once the competition was was uh, done the first round they called out the final 20 and my name came up and i was excited the next day again the whole day happens and then i love posing i and i'm very good at at, at showing the physique in the right way so uh, i knew my strengths so i just played out my strengths on stage um they had a q and a round also so that that helped me as well i have to be honest and uh, when they called out yeah i thought maybe fifth place i saw the physics over there and they were all obviously um look man a lot of hard work goes in so i'm not going to diss anyone um but usually it's with the help uh, of substances and i had to compete with those guys right so for me i felt ah chalo fifth bhi aa gaya to chalega you know so <laughs> that's how i was but i just played my strengths out i had a great time on stage and uh, they did 5 4 3 and i was like yeah we just shook hands and you know another friend who was competing i said shook hands uh, well done bro like you know congrats at least top 20 we made it chalo and uh, and the winner is and then when they say number 4 i was looking at the guy who was number number 34 who was right okay. beside me i was like hey bro go bro you know they calling you no she said number 4 tarun i was like are you serious you know <laughs> so and i was i was standing at the back because i was already like ha gaya Okay, so koi baat nahi. It's okay. I'm very happy. I was shocked, and everyone just pushed me to the front, and you know, I teared up and all that stuff, and then I celebrated. So yeah, it was awesome. I'm I'm certain. I think apart from all the hard work, it's all about making right decisions, which obviously you have, Tarun. And it's so awesome to know the finer details about winning that competition. I'm sure it would be very special. Moving a little forward, you've also been featured on the Men's Health cover. Uh, the director for uh, for men's health he was he was uh, one of the judges um for fit factor so that played out well as well for me and he said yeah you have a you know your physique and your entire look is 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 exactly what we're looking for i'd like to fly you out to 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 noida um for couple for a day for to shoot for the cover when i went there it was a very good experience they treated me well they uh, they interviewed me and uh, it took a while for them to put me on the cover like uh, it it took until mm-hmm. june because they already had preplanned some other things they always do it in advance right yeah so i went there a week after i won but uh, i landed on on the cover on uh, a, a, of of the june cover in 2014 in between they did come home and they took me to the uh, a gym and they came home and they interviewed me about my eating habits as well so it was on uh, on times now so it was it was a really good experience but ultimately you know what man uh, 
conquering yourself is great but if you are able to allow uh, sorry help others conquer themselves that is where i feel that leaving a legacy behind and uh, that's what uh, slowly but surely i moved into that that's that's a really nice story tarun we we've spoken so much uh, about you know your stories about how you started then coming to how the industry has changed but and, and we we mentioned something in the introduction but we still haven't touched that and that's something that we wanted to you know save the best for the last i suppose but mm-hmm. can you tell us what the shola rajan method is wow i'm still discovering it <laughs> yeah it's something that i want to keep discovering you know so everything that i have learned in my life putting uh-huh. it into into a program you know it's more of a mentality i'd say you know so more than a method it's a mentality mentality creates the method right so um let's just roll back again to uh, about 28 years ago when my pops was there and we were in we were in uh, uh, we went to this party where he had like 80 or 100 colleagues and everyone was drinking and smoking and everything and i could clearly see that he he was still the life of the party everyone loved him adored him he was the center of the party and uh, uh, they respected him and he wouldn't touch a single cigarette he wouldn't touch alcohol that showed that you know he he really wanted to set an example for his children as well and uh, mm-hmm. that really stuck to me two days later uh, there's this an older guy he asked me for a favor he said hey here's 2 uh, or 3 rupees could you go buy me a cigarette from that shop there and i said no go get it yourself i don't want to give you anything that harms you i could have gone uh, midway i could have just stopped by the shop and i could have picked it up but i said no you know so that was something that um was i would say another turning point in my life you it's difficult for you to socialize with people when you when you don't drink or smoke you know so uh, but but i don't i uh, i don't regret anything who am i here to please why should i please anyone right so True. um i want more people to carry this attitude it's just a mentality that you got to do you you got to be you and and if you really think that this is what you want to do you got to go after it nobody has had the guts to to move into a in a different industry and uh, completely different especially sports where sports and fitness etc where um you just don't know what's going to happen whether right. it's a future or not and i still stuck to my guns and i did it when i was so you can imagine when you're 31 and when when your career is already going great and then you just drop it and say i'm going to shift into something completely different and start from scratch to be one the only guy out of like 15 to 20 people to be selected at f45 jubilees which was the headquarters for f45 in india uh, when i got there to be chosen as the head for uh, f45 mumbai for juhu and to give them that kind of success you know right. so you need that you need that fire that determination you need to be betrayed you need to be dishonored you need to be you know uh, insulted you need to fall you need to crumble get crushed you know and when you go through all of that crap that's when you rise parun that was some serious insights and awesome learnings for our listeners moving forward to the last segment of our show which we enjoy the most and i'm so looking forward to asking these questions you've definitely come across a lot of mcqs when you were pursuing your engineering but welcome to the ucq it's the undercurrent <laughs> yes. question eh and uh, we're going to give you a few options i like that absolutely we're going to give you a few options and we look forward to your best answers so the first question tarun is your favorite cheat meal is it fried chicken is it a pepperoni pizza or is it some delicious hot dogs actually none Oh, then which one is it? <laughs> it'll, it'll be something sweet. 
it'll be ice cream. Which one? Yeah, death by chocolate with a ton of a ton of nuts and uh, roasted nuts and um, and vanilla ice cream. Moving forward to the next one, Tharun, your favorite muscle? Would it be the favorite? Your favorite muscle to work out? Would it be your leg, your chest, or back? The heart. If you gave me one muscle to work my entire life, uh, I'll work my heart. That's where that 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 pumps everything in in the body. Wow, what an answer, Tharun! I'm really blown away. Tharun, I'm not too sure if you're a dog person, but which of these breeds, if you had to have a dog, would be the choice? Is it a Rottweiler? Is it a German Shepherd or is it a Doberman? Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Interesting. Why not a German Shepherd, Tarun? Why? Yeah. So why Rottweiler would be a better question because uh, I think they're they're very cute. They they oh. look mean. They look uh, massive and muscular and mean, but they're actually the biggest babies, including pit bulls as well. So, um, yeah. Uh, that being said, when I was in Goa, I had an indie Doberman mix who was in love with me. He was the alpha of the of the entire beach wow. and uh, of Palolim and uh, he he would just come by and sit by me and amazing oh, amazing so, yeah. Tarun uh, the, the, the next you know which of these three gentlemen are your favorite bodybuilders is it Kevin Lavron sure is it the great Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. or is it Mr. Ronnie Coleman mm-hmm. it, it's always been uh, Schwarzenegger but uh, just off late um, I've been watching Ronnie Coleman so much. Oh, is it? That, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been watching Ronnie Coleman, his interviews, his training methodology. Although he's trained himself to the point where he's, he's, he's hurting all over and uh, <laughs> you know, he's in constant pain for the rest of his life. But his mentality is absolutely phenomenal. You just don't become eight-time Mr. Olympia for no, uh, for no reason, right? So, Speaking of bodybuilding, what would be the dream title you competed for? Mr. World, Mr. America or Mr. Olympia? Olympia, it's the greatest competition in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> when it comes to bodybuilding. Tarun, we've also come to know secretly that you are a very big metal music fan. So, so which of yeah. these three three bands uh, are your favorite or which one of them is your favorite? Is it Metallica? Is it Megadeth? Or is it Iron Maiden? <laughs> Metallica. Oh, really? Which song of Metallica? Hard to pick one. If you had to choose one right now. Your go-to anthem. <laughs> oh god it's it's really difficult to pick man um it's uh, it's it's usually a blend of songs master of puppets is always uh, there mm-hmm. enter sandman um especially when i went to the concert in, in bangalore uh, back uh-huh. in 2011 had to be there right so front row when enter sandman played it uh, you couldn't do you can't do anything else but start jumping you know it's just automatic you know it's just something that it just vibrates through you and you start Jumping, so I just remember that very well. Okay, get that. Tarun, if you ever had the chance to be a part of a band, what role yeah. would you play? Would you be a lead guitarist? Would you be the drumist, or would you prefer blaring the vocals out? Um, lead guitarist who can also sing. Moving towards the end of our podcast, Tarun, we've had a beautiful time discussing your your inspiring journey, your experiences are definitely going to give our listeners some serious insights. But just one brief advice you would give to all the young people out there. Take it, take it slow. Understand, understand your, uh, take time to understand your body and take it slow. Uh, set realistic goals. Uh, be smart. Do not push yourself too much, more than necessary. 
you know there's always time life is not that short that they say it's a very very long life so uh, work towards building something long term sustainable i think i really want to sit down and reflect on my own lifestyle i haven't been the most um dedicated towards my health so i really want to reflect on my lifestyle thank you for all the incredible insights we hope you achieve everything you want sooner than you've thought of you've been doing an incredible job tarun and we wish you all the very best for the sholarajan method hope you can change more lives with every passing day and thank you so much for joining us all the very best mate thanks tarun thanks, thanks. a lot it was an absolute pleasure thanks lot karan thanks uh, ashutosh uh, for having me uh, really appreciate you guys and all the best uh, the undercards thank you so much tarun thanks tarun this guys man.